Hi beautiful, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Gentle Podcast. Here we talk all things that nourish the mind, body and spirit, giving you inspiration and actions on living a centered, purposeful and vital life that feels aligned with your divine feminine nature. I am your host, Rachel White, a yogi, coach, and heart-centered human here to provide a gentle space for healing and thriving. Let's get into this episode. Hello, hello. We're here for another episode of The Gentle Podcast, and I have a guest with me. Welcome, Connie. Hello, Rachel. (laughs) So Connie is a wellness expert and a life coach. She has an online business. She has a really interesting backstory moving around from country to country and a lot of other interesting pivotal moments through her journey as well, bringing her to the point she is at now. So Connie, I'll let you share your story. Um, You can start anywhere you would like if you want to share a bit about what you're doing now or you can start from the start, whatever, whatever feels good for you. But Uh Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so excited you invited me to come on your podcast. That's really, really awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel. And well, I consider myself to be just like a normal person. I grew up in Germany. You know, I was one of uh, four children and my parents were just normal kind of working class, you know, after the war kind of surviving, (laughs) thriving people really at the time. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, um, because my mom had three kids in a row, like one, two, and three, (laughs) I always was never really, um, I like noticed maybe by myself or I kind of, you know, I was only, only one of them. So I never really felt that feeling I'm important or, you know, I met her and, you know, I just was shy and I was just really like, um, always let other people lead me and, uh, make decisions for me, um, you know, and I just uh, went with the flow and I never really learned to figure out what is um, that what makes me happy and, you know, what really is uh, my mission. So my parents kind of kept us all really kind of close together. <laughs> and then I met my husband and I think that was one of my pivotal moments in life um, where, you know, from being like in this traditional German family, you know, my parents were very much, you know, value your job, you know, once you have a good job, you stay there for life. Till you retire, you are the best of the best, right? Mm-hmm. And then I met my husband and he was not, none of that. He was like an artist. He was a very creative person. So he was like in love with nature. So he would always like go and explore and was in for adventures and he had dreams and he wanted to follow them and he had ideas how to write music. So inspiring to me. And so I knew suddenly that there's actually more, like other people can live different lives and there's so more to life. Mm. And it just like really resonated with me and my heart was singing so you know I he was my boyfriend and we, we did for many years I married this man later on in my life he was my husband I have three children with him and we did many many crazy things through our life especially traveling especially exploring nature um, come from Germany very densely populated country and then we um, explored Canada and uh, the United States and the vastness of the land and like there's so much other powers out there you know you can feel them and sometimes you can't describe them so you know all this is like what kind of made my soul thing but of course I was then a mom and um, a sole income earner and you know we were just in our the middle of our lives and we bought a house and we settled down and <laughs> perfect you know we we made it you know we 
yeah, I don't know, we just in our middle, you know, best years, have that family. And that, but my husband then got very sick with cancer. And um, after two and a half years, I was left to be a single mom with three kids in a foreign country. We immigrated to Canada. And, you know, and really because I was such a follower and had so many people guiding me, I never really learned how to lead myself. I didn't never really lead, uh, learned how to lead a family you know, or, you know, to be a leader for other people in life. But I do have lots of life experience <laughs> through the learning which came out of that. So, you know, although it was a terrible time and for me and my family, I'm not, the, I'm today, I'm such a strong person. I'm grounded. I can lead myself. I can lead other people. And that's really, that catapulted me in my life so much forward, really, through the hardship. And, um, you know, I value that so, so much. And I always, you know, I'm so grateful that I had the years as my husband for so many years and explored all this adventurous life. And I'm, I actually have a very adventurous soul as well. Yeah. You know, after my husband died, I, you know, moved to New Zealand and I lived there for a few years and tried out um, my own business because I was always like a worker. I was, um, I'm a, still a registered nurse. So, you know, I was always in the workforce, but that's when that, that, um, longing came you know oh there must be something more so I explored that and um, slowly but steadily I <laughs> worked myself up to my own business now and now I'm an online coach I launched that last year um, I'm a life coach because of all that experience moving countries raising kids on my own you know going through with my husband through illness and really losing them they were like such um, like deep hard times mm -hmm. which now I can see there's always a silver lining in everything life challenges us to do and sometimes when we want to give up and feel like sorry for ourselves you know I'm, I believe that it's so important to see the silver lining in what life offers us to learn so yeah so I'm a really a different person I really developed through my life I'm going to be 60 next year so <laughs> I have a little bit of life experience but you know I still feel like I have like at least another 60 years to go so <laughs> it's all going to be fine <laughs> you know Beautiful. I love that story so much. And yeah, you've had so much different experiences, been through so many things. And it's just so beautiful to see just the bright, glowing, positive, amazing person you are now using all of that experience to make such a difference in other people's lives. Yeah. Um, the An interesting part of your story that you talked about early on um, that I really resonate with is that you were one of three children. I was one of five and it was like we were always a collective group and there wasn't that opportunity to kind of be seen as a real individual. Even now, like my mom doesn't like it when it's just some of my siblings together. Like it has to be yeah. the whole the whole group for, yeah. for her to feel good. Um, so, yeah, that's really interesting. Interesting that yeah. you mentioned that, the and then having your own self-discovery to find out who you are outside of your family and, yeah. and be on that really as well. Late in life, I think. Yeah. Or maybe that's the years, you know, the teenage years and after that. But, yeah, I, it's almost sometimes I think, you know, I, when I was a young child, I was in such a my own little spirit world. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but really late I woke up to this life, I think, you know, what's possible. Mm. Sometimes I think, you know, I... Like, you know, in your childhood, you're so in your own little world. You don't notice all the things around you. Yeah. And it's probably until my early adulthood, until I could put connect dots and, you know, 
understand common sense like better and know what the world is all about. You know, even in, to my high school years, I only got like good grades in school because I didn't get school either in my early school years. That took only like maybe in high school, I kind of awakened <laughs> what yeah. all that schooling is about. <laughs> yes, when it all came together. And yeah. so you've had years of experience as a nurse and now you're doing your own wellness business, wellness coaching. What do you think are the main pillars to wellness or the most important parts for us to focus on? So I believe that holistic look of health of a person has to, like we have to look at every pillar. They so have to look at, you know, the physical health, but the mental health, the soul, but even their community, you know, even their financial health, like every parts really of life, you know, all the pillars, you know, we, we have, um, you know, like educating, learning, you know, that love for life, that happiness about it, that emotional wellness. And we have to combine it all. And we cannot, like, I come so much out traditional medicine, being a nurse. And, you know, they really try to um, keep their scope, like their area of expertise is really narrow, but they keep that above each and all of them. And I believe it has to all come down. You know, our healthcare system has to, like, integrate all the other ability like the healing modalities we have in our world and we have to like, take a little of everything what serves that one person because everybody is different and we always have to you know really pick and choose what works for you at this time in your life the best mm. so really flexible approach to it and seeing it all that's what i think yeah important. and i definitely agree that like community financial health all of that impacts yeah. the yeah vitality and the health and the wellness that we are able to experience what is a common thing you see with your clients like where is there a starting area you always start at or is it really just individualized to whatever is happening in a particular life it's very individual I'm also intuitive, very intuitive in my uh, life coaching and wellness coaching. So it is always like depends where the people are. I often find that people really feel that yearning in their heart to be more, to do more, to maybe break out of their one situation they are in or their one job and they want to like go into another area, but they don't know how. So mm. people really feel um, stuck um, some of my clients, they have a lot of problems to keep their vibration up. So that's that um, emotional wellness part. You know, mm. I help with that. But then, you know, you start in one point when you go through coaching and you like suddenly go into this and this and this area. And it's like, because it's such an intuitive process, you know, you just come to the right place at the right time. It's like mm. super fascinating how things develop in a coaching program. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it is really fascinating how sometimes the concern of a person will be like their wellness and their health, but you actually uncover that it is that hidden or suppressed yearning to feel more fulfilled in their life. And that yearning is yearning for them to be more themselves, do things that feel good. And it's actually the denial and suppression of those things that are causing the health problems in their body, in their mind, and that disconnect from their spirit. So it is so interesting how it really all does come together, especially exactly. because in, especially in Western medicine, but a lot of focus in the world as well is on the physical body. If the physical body doesn't have illness or disease, you're all good. But really it's such a bigger <laughs> yeah. picture than that. Such a bigger picture, exactly. Yeah, you have yeah. that same point of view, you know, like we need to 
look at all the aspects. It's around a person and it's one person is always within another, you know, so community. So it, it all matters. It mm. all matters. Yeah. Yes. Are there any common themes um, that you've found working with people that anything that everyone listening could maybe try themselves or get started in or any um, just important important actions or things you think we need to consider when we think about our health and wellness? I think like a theme, like often um, I start um, with the mindset mm-hmm. because when we learn to be more aware and learn to get to know us ourselves better and then we can understand why we do things and then once we have awareness then we, we always will notice and then we have the ability to change it mm-hmm. and then once we understand how to change it then we can change it more often and then we become that mother person so it's like this the the mind is really powerful in leading us to a different way mm-hmm. so i think often it starts with the mindset yeah you know that self-awareness and that realizing I'm worth it because how many people are, don't believe they are worth, you know, going, having more and, you know, being more successful, you know, really sometimes people are, don't feel worthy to have better health. Like mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, it's that self-love, that um, self-awareness and to know what we want. Lots of people fall into the trap. They tell me a lot what they don't want, but mm. don't realizing, you know, when we talk about things which we don't want, we actually attract more of that stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't want it. <laughs> yes. So, you know, just that awareness, you know, like choose the thoughts you think, choose the words you use, you know, the conversation, maybe even what you choose to read or learn. Because mm-hmm. every little tiny bit changes us by giving us more awareness. And that allows us, you know, to move into a direction where we maybe didn't see the way before. Yes. Love that. Any For anyone listening who... Um, like you mentioned, a lot of people don't feel like they're worthy of vibrant health or worthy of living the life that they really want or even allowing themselves to think about the things they want. They're trapped in the, I don't want this. What would you have to say to anyone currently experiencing that? Um, There is like so much more out there than we believe there is. Mm You know, we come kind of out of a world, out of a culture, you know, depending on how much people travel, I think, too, you know. But we are so, we only know what we know. And we have so many blind spots because we have never been beyond that. Yes. And, you know, if you are not worthy, the, the main thing is to acknowledge that you are worthy and, you know, and to, to understand that and then know that you know, we can all develop to so much more. You are not ever stuck in life. This life, we come into this life to evolve and to grow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if there's something where you feel like stuck and you, you realize now, oh yeah, I do that because I'm not worthy. Then know that there's so much more out there and you can tap into all that other stuff as well. And we can grow forever. There's no limit to it. So, yeah. you know, embrace that growth and that learning in that one lifetime we have. Yeah. <laughs> this is the lifetime we can create things in, you know, and time will always tick for us. So, you know, when we can create something now that we still can, you know, this is the time. Don't mm-hmm. wait for later. Yeah. You no, know, um, trust that calling inside as well. You know, you, 
there's there's a reason you have that calling. You wouldn't like dream about things or, or wanting things or even sometimes be jealous that other people have something. You wouldn't feel that feeling if that wouldn't be also meant for you or there wouldn't be some learning in that which brings you further in your own journey. Yeah, so beautiful. Um, it's really interesting how you were talking about it's the unknown that I can't remember the exact words you use, but there's there's this fear around the unknown. And sometimes I feel like that's sometimes why people get stuck in the um, I don't want this, I don't want this, because that's what they know. It's like yeah. what's in front of them. So it's easy for them to recognize the things that they don't know, whereas sometimes we need to really lean into our potentiality. We really need to lean into even if we can't exactly picture it in physical form, leaning yeah. into like the feelings of what we desire. I always think that it's never physical things we're desiring. It's always, yeah. there's always a feeling behind it. So if we just allow ourselves to acknowledge that we're desiring to feel a different way, we begin to align with things that are going to enable us to feel that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. And every I, yeah, I that love can that. Can even stimulate our mind. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I love everything you said about like your desires are meant for you you're meant to keep evolving you're meant to keep growing there's no limits of like there's no point letting time get in the way because it's the clock's gonna keep ticking but we have limitless potential as well exactly I mean that's such a concept which I was never aware of Mm. you know I was like a such a hands-on person you know I see it I know it I like habits I know what I have. I like security. I realized also, you know, all my values, security was so important for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, even through my childhood, because my parents had so much insecurity through the war years. Mm. I don't know, but, you know, I just carried it. And even when I left my home country, Germany, and, you know, went on those adventures, although I was adventurous, I also valued security so much, mm. you know, and then when I, the more I got aware, aware of that, you know, then I kind of would embrace like, you know, uncertainty and, you know, that unknown, you know, and this allowing me to look behind it and then go explore something new. Mm. Take a little bit of courage. <laughs> yes. And that's where the mindset stuff you were talking about becomes really important because sometimes our beliefs, our mindset comes from a time where it isn't relevant for us to have those thoughts anymore. So it is really important to bring awareness to where our thoughts are really coming from and if we still want them to apply to our current situation. Exactly. And our thoughts sometimes get stuck, you know. Maybe we understood the situation wrong when we were children, but Mm. we made that as the truth and we carry that for years before we start under you're analyzing it or you're having awareness yeah and then we say, oh my god yeah this is now i can let that go <laughs> it doesn't serve me anymore i'll adapt something new <laughs> yes exactly. amazing yeah. love it is there any other any other topics or any other areas that you would really love to dive into you know i also think we need to also be so aware that our physical body needs that same um awareness as well as our mind you know our emotions and our soul development because when our body we need to treat it like a temple Mm -hmm. we need to want it to nourish it with the best food with lots of micronutrition you know with all those little micro building blocks is what makes that makes us glow that makes us 
be able to vibrate much higher. So, you know, it's quite important what we choose to, to, to put in our plates, you know, and what we choose to put in our basket when we go shopping and how we serve our food, you know, how we present it sometimes matters too. Mm. So, you know, really that really good relationship to the nourishing for our food. And also, like before I became the life coach, I was the gut health expert because mm-hmm. I th- think through all my years in, in health and in working in healthcare, I always knew that the gut, if the gut is not right, that the whole body suffers. Mm. So I, you know, I often said that, you know, it's important what we eat, but it's so much more important than what our gut can absorb. Because if our gut flora is out of control or, you know, overgrown with pesticides and, and bacteria or fungus, you know, and they are really resistant, then our body cannot even absorb the good nutrition we eat. So, you know, there's like a whole picture to, we really need to value our body. And if there is any like areas where we can improve and our health always improves too, you know, we never come to this place of, I'm healthy now. This is it, right? Mm-hmm. So the constant, you know, work wherever it's needed. So, you know, like if you look on your physical health, you know, the, the better you treat your body, the better you can also vibrate and um, feel happy and content and successful. It is, depends on our physical body. So it's super important to respect us um, on our physical level as well. And that's the one body we have, you know, and if we mm-hmm. like... The average man in this world, when they buy a car and it's a new car, you know, they wash it and they, mm. you know, put the oil change and, you know, get new tires and, you know, on yeah. the weekends and they polish it. Like, we take so much good care of our cars and our houses and, you know, like some things. But our human body is that the only one we get in the entire lifetime. Mm. So we, that needs exactly that same care what we would give to our car, you know, if we are like car people. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree. And I love how you're talking about food is more than just what we're choosing to eat. It's not like there's a list of these are healthy foods, eat that and you'll be healthy. It's more about calories. (laughs) Yeah, it's more about the relationship. And like you mentioned also, how we're eating it, how we're presenting it is just as important components of our relationship to what we're actually eating. Yes, exactly. And that'll influence our emotions, that'll influence even our mind, right? It's all, it's almost like a, you know, interacted, like everything is connected, right? Yes. And I love yeah, that so much. One will affect the other, yeah. Amazing. So do you want to share how everyone can find you online? Any, and yeah, how can, how can we find you? So I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram and I healthy Connie. Mm-hmm. And I'm on uh, Facebook and on my personal page is Connie Hug, H-U-G. And by the way, Connie is spelled with a Y. <laughs> and then I also have a Facebook group if you want. It's a free grace Facebook group and it's the Mission for More. It's the wellness hub and it's like a collective of people who all want to kind of having that urge to be more in life, you know, creating more, whatever is important for these people to come closer to their perfect life, to their like ongoing development and creating what they really want to do so this is our facebook group and you are very welcome to join there that's free beautiful and i'll have all those links for everyone in the show notes thank you so much for being here connie do you have any final words you would like to finish us off with 
Oh, I got some final words. <laughs> I really, really, really love that you invited me and like to speak on your podcast. Thank you so much. And I know that your listeners, they're already in that vibe, in your vibe, you know, and I, I read your book too, Rachel, and I really love that you are so gentle in your approach to everything. That's what I love about you. And I think that's what really is such a big message to every one of our listeners. We have to be so kind to ourselves. You know, this self-love part is so important. And, you know, just really treat yourself with so much respect and love that, you know, like that really helps you to thrive as well in life. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being here. I'm sure everyone has got so much value out of listening to this episode. If you love this episode, um, myself and Connie, I'm sure would love for you to tag us in anything or share with us in a private message what any insights you gained or any questions you might have. Yeah. Thank you, Connie. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much, Rachel. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share on social media with your biggest insight. Make sure you tag me at by Rachel White on Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.